0: You're listening to the Heart Centered Service Podcast, a podcast to help freelancers create the lifestyle of their dreams while doing work that brings them purpose. I'm your host, Francesca Mamlin, and I'm your other host, Krista Aoki. Each week, we'll release new episodes with tips and personal stories for online service based entrepreneurs. We hope you enjoy. Aloha and welcome to episode 17 of Heart Centered Service. So, what do you do once you finally start signing clients and that money is coming in? In today's episode, we're talking about ways that you can reinvest your biz finances. And managing your biz finances are entirely different compared to receiving that bi-weekly paycheck where all our taxes and other expenses are automatically deducted every month because you're not just responsible for taxes, but you're also responsible for expenses, investments, and yes, paying yourself. So last week, as a part of our money series, we interviewed Amanda Altman, owner of remote bookkeeping firm, Magnolia Virtual Solutions. And we interviewed her all about managing your biz finances and keeping your books organized so today we are talking about ways that you can reinvest your biz finances in a way that aligns with your own personal goals um, and this is a good time to emphasize that this is not financial advice we always recommend talking to a certified professional about your unique situation
1: yeah I totally agree about that um, and this is really where the mindset comes in, the mindset shift comes in for entrepreneurs. Cause we have to be thinking about money. We have to think differently about money than if we were just receiving a paycheck. Um, like you'll receive payment for your services as a freelancer, but then you have to decide, okay, like you're going to keep this much, much money, but then this, mo- and then this has to go to the government, but then there's a, a piece of money that has to be set aside towards growth for your business. So this is when you really have to start thinking about money differently. And, um, Like getting really clear on your goals and who you want to become, what you want your business to become, and then putting money towards that.
0: I love that. And we were just talking about what does reinvesting mean? So we Googled the definition of reinvesting before this episode, and it's to put your profits back into the same scheme. Our definition of reinvesting is to put Things into place and reinvest your profits so that you'll bring in more income later.
1: Basically, if you're taking the money that you earn and you're putting it back into your business, that's reinvesting. It's pretty simple.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it is a pretty simple concept. Um, and this is really hard for any other frugal frannies. I'm a frugal franny. I used to hate spending money. <laughs> But over the past couple of years, I've had to learn and like train myself how to make these well thought out investments that work for me instead of hoarding all of the money that I make. So I've had to like get over a fear of spending Um, and this, uh, so in order to like get over my fear of spending, I've like created room in my budget to make mistakes and in order to do this, what you can do is to to um, increase your pricing and then um, increase your value as well. So if you're increasing your pricing, um, how can you make it worth it for anyone who's going to invest in you? You can also work more. Um, Yeah, you can definitely also work more to bring in more money uh, or you can build alternative income streams
1: yeah and this kind of goes into like i think we have an episode in the future about um how to actually price your services and um but like you want to think when you're pricing your freelancing services like you actually want to be making room for profit so like after taxes after paying yourself what you need in order to live is there enough money left over for you to um like put it back into your business Now i'm the opposite of krista I am not a frugal Franny, even though my name happens to be Franny, um, (laughs) frugal is not something that would describe me, and, um, like, I, when, when I was first starting my business, I may have emptied my bank account to buy a course, (laughs) you know, um, so I had to learn how to manage my money in a way so that there was enough, enough left for me to, like, pay myself at the end of the day, um, I also had to learn that um, even though everything kind of seems like a good investment, um, you still have to um, maybe like, I I had to dial it back a bit to to choose which investments were more in line with my values and what I needed at the moment. And yeah, I had to do a lot of work there. So like we're kind of both sides of the of the spectrum. Um, there's, some, <laughs> there's, it's possible to invest too much into your business because of the shining object syndrome, because of all the people out there who have this amazing software, this amazing program. It can be really easy to get carried away, um, especially if you're like me and you started your business really young and you did, you knew very little about money. Um, or you can um, be over on the Krista side and be afraid of spending the money that you earned.
0: But yeah, there are so many good offerings and so many things that... Um seem like they'll help um i think it's also about just do i have the time to commit to this that's one of the questions that you can ask when you're making an investment because if you are viewing an offer from someone who you trust um are you going to have are you going to put in the time that um, their program requires if, if we're talking about a group coaching program um yeah that's one of the questions that i ask myself is am i going to put the time that I need to into this. Some other things that I ask myself to make sure that something is kind of like a no, what I like to call a no brainer investment, um, is what is the long-term value? And if I can't put time into it, um, if I can't commit the time into it now, because I want to like get, get, or take advantage of the pricing, the great pricing, because everyone increases their rates, like every launch period, right? Then, um, um, sometimes I do that. I also, oh wait, okay. I also save um, my investments for um, Cyber Monday, Black like Friday weekends because, um, yeah, everyone just has amazing sales that weekend. So I try to take advantage of that. And then after the investment, I sit down with myself and I assess if the investment was worth it. So I am always making regular income and expense audits. If something, if something isn't benefiting me, I'll put it on the chopping block. Like if something, if I'm not directly benefiting something like a subscription, um, I'll give myself time to like either make use of the subscription or chop it off because it's not serving me at that moment.
1: I love that. And I love how you talk about it being valuable to you right now, Um, because I can think of, this is another mistake that I made early on in my business. I started paying for teachable (laughs) because like I went to the little teachable webinar and they were like, we have this offer. Like if you, if you, you know, do the paid plan on teachable, then we'll give you this course. And so like I invested in teachable maybe six or seven months before I even had any course content. So I, and like, that was like hundreds and hundreds of dollars that I dumped into this program that I wasn't actually using. Um, even though like it was something that I ended up using later on, it wasn't right for me to invest in, in the moment. And I think that's a mistake that you can make so easily because um, like a lot of the sales and marketing tactics that these um, softwares use is to like get you to make that decision to buy right now. Cause it's usually like a pretty easy investment like 30 40 maybe even like 80 at the most dollars a month um, and they want you to just be like oh yeah like I'm just gonna like throw $30 down and then I'm gonna figure out but like no like that's that's actually not a good businesses business decision you have to be thinking like a CEO um, not like a, a regular consumer so that's a really good point and I'm glad that you highlighted that
0: yeah, actually. So um, I've seen something similar with other um, entrepreneurs who um, they invest in a service for whatever reason, but they're not getting the most out of the service um, for a company like Teachable or other softwares like uh, companies to do SaaS, like software as a service. Um, They have like customer service, like really good customer service that um, can help get you to that point. And so I would take advantage of that Um, and also look into which companies have free plans. I love freemium companies. I think it's like a pretty smart model. I think Teachable has a free plan and then like Canvas starts out free. Um, So another... Another frugal uh, thing that I do is to really take advantage of the freemiums until I I realize, oh yeah, like I use this a lot and I'll make use of the paid plans.
1: Yeah. You you know how it fits into your business before you are making an investment on it. Totally.
0: So Fran, um, you invest a lot into self-education, right? So can you talk to us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, I, that has always been a big thing for me. I um, The course that I emptied my bank account on two years ago was the Bucketless Bombshells course, and it was worth it because it taught me how to start a business. Um, and yeah, ever since then, I've always been really into the online course thing. Um, one investment that I do right now is that I, I am part of Shauna Van Bogart's coaching subscription. Um, so there's educational content through her membership site. There are coaching calls with her and it really helps me to, um, keep, like keep my business on track, keep my business like, in line with my purpose. Um, you know, continue working on the mindset that entrepreneurs need to have. And like in general, like it just like, it gets me really motivated and and stuff like that. It's probably one of the best um, investments that I make in my business. And I'm a really big advocate for don't empty your bank account on an online course. That's a dumb decision I made right after college. Um, And luckily I didn't, you know, I ended up earning the money back, which is good. Um, But investing in your self-education, it can seem really frivolous, but it ends up saving you a lot of money in the long run because it can show you the right path to where you wanna go. And um, as an entrepreneur, like your business can only grow as far as, as you've grown. So it's so important to continue to do that kind of stuff. And you again, with, with these courses and with these membership sites and stuff, you have to really look at your goals and really look at where you want to be in life, where you want your business to be in life. And then you have to choose courses that are gonna teach you exactly what you need to know. Um, like for me, it's really important for me to be figuring out, like I'm in a stage where I'm really figuring out what the like centerpiece of my business actually is because I've gone through a lot of transformations in the last year. Um, so Shauna's coaching subscription has really, really helped walk me through those steps. Whereas Krista, she's in a different place in her business and she's invested in a program that helps her like with um, branding stuff and like, you know, messaging and um that, so, like, you know, really look at your needs and, and do make the investment based off of that.
0: Yeah, and I, I think you make a few good points because investing into a course or education or coaching can definitely, if you're investing in the right one for you, like, it can definitely help um, push you forward. Because you don't know what you don't know, so um, investing in a course or um, working with a coach can really help you figure out like what you don't know and help you skip like the figuring it out stage. And so you really have to think about because we have two things, two resources really that we're working with: time and money. Um, and so if you have the time, don't have the money, then just you have to spend the time time, like figuring everything out and putting on time or you want to spend your time doing something else, then investing in the right course or the right coach can help you skip a lot of steps.
1: Yeah. And then um, in terms of like course versus coach, like there's benefits to each one. Like with the course, it's going to cost you less money, but then there's a lot of stuff that you kind of just have to do yourself and figure out yourself. Whereas with coaches, like I've done some business coaching and I've had a cop, I've had people come to me being like, so I invested in this course, but like I have made no progress. Um, and like they, they may be, they were going to a coach because they needed a more curated experience and they needed somebody to like actually give them steps and hold them accountable. Um, so there's, it's really based on what you need. A coach is going to be um, a bit of, a bit of a more, a a coach is going to be more of an investment, but I think that um, results come faster with the coach, whereas, like, if you can only afford a course, like, you do have to be putting in that work to actually apply what the course is teaching you, because if you just watch the course, like, nothing's really going to happen until you apply it. Yeah, that's
0: another really good point, too. It's kind of like going to university and taking advantage of the professors and professor office hours versus um taking like an online like an online course at the same university and you get less face-to-face time with the um with the professor so it's really just about like you have to when you're taking an online college course you have to be more on top of it and more self-disciplined to complete
1: yeah, absolutely. I took an online physics class in university and I failed it. <laughs> it's the only time I ever failed a course. It was really embarrassing. <laughs> no, like
0: physics is hard enough as it is. I can't imagine taking that
1: online. It was a huge mistake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> why, would, why would a university offer that? That's just cruel.
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Okay. Okay.
0: So let's go back to investments. So other investments So we're talking about like courses and business coaches. And on that same note, we can talk about other experts. So last week we interviewed Amanda Altman, who is the owner of a remote bookkeeping firm. And so we can both totally recommend, um, investing in an accountant or a bookkeeping expert. Um, I definitely have paid for consultations with financial advisors, accountants, bookkeepers, because they're able to answer questions about my unique situation. Like when I had a blog, I had all of these questions about like, well, what if I spent money on this? Or what if I did this? Um, we, I, we also travel. So I had a lot of questions about like my specific tax, self-employed taxes. Um, So yeah, anyway, uh, totally recommend investing in a financial expert who can help you navigate the taxes, finances situation. Um, Legal experts or um, someone who has pre-written or like has DIY legal templates, Um, I can recommend Sam VanderWielen, and we'll link her in the show notes as well. Um, And she has like DIY uh, contracts and privacy policies and terms and conditions. And so you can like fill that out based on her like tutorials and guides, which is really helpful. um, Because there are some clauses that I noticed that she had um, that I didn't have in my contract template. So I totally recommend. Taking that step to invest in your business, or um, branding expert or marketing expert, like someone who will really um, get to know your customer and position your your brand or position your freelance services towards your customer. Like they like will help you help guide you and walk you in that direction or therapist, because uh, mental health is definitely important. Like, um, I have my ups and downs, definitely. um, And so being able to navigate that and manage my up days and my down days is really important. Like, even today, I could feel that I was like, on the verge of a down day, but I was able to like, kind of coax myself myself and talk myself into um into like going outside (laughs) something really simple um but yeah anyway like mental health is important we talk more about that in episode 12 but i think a therapist a psychotherapist or um like whatever like based on your situation a therapist um can be a really great investment for just your well-being
1: yeah, I totally agree. And to go off of that too, like as an on as an entrepreneur or just as a person, like you should really be taking care of your mental health because it's directly connected to your success as a business owner also like just generally as a human, like you should take care of yourself. And um to kind of go off of that, um really um, taking steps to look after your physical health is a, is a important investment too. Like um, I don't know what, what you like to do to work out, but like a membership to a yoga studio is a really big thing for me. Um, or even like, oh, you can subscribe to one of those iPhone apps that like takes you on runs or like does little workouts and stuff. There's so many options depending on whether you're on the road or like whether you're in a location, but like investments in your physical health is uh, is just like so so important too it goes into like buying the right foods for you to eat so you're not like sluggish and and you have like energy to show up for your job and so that's really important too
0: oh gee that's so important um but some other outsourcing that you can do um investing in a copywriter um i've been following this copywriter allison evelyn we'll have to link her in the show notes but just it seems like investing in a copywriter can be really helpful. I haven't personally, but, um, a copywriter can really help you speak directly to your people, just like a market uh, like a marketing expert can. So, um, people really get attracted to you by the story that you're telling online um, and how you're positioning yourself. And so a copywriter can really help you better position yourself. Um, on your website and also um, like on social media you can also invest in a virtual assistant um, so a virtual assistant can help you get organized check your emails work with scheduling um, or they can like put your content or your teachings into a blog post or an ebook so if there's, um, so if you have like tutorials that you're sending your clients, or you have all of this knowledge, right? You can send your assistant videos or audio of you just like brain dumping, and they can put it into a blog post with affiliate links or an ebook that you'll you can create as a lead magnet or. Um, put on Fiverr. I'm a really big fan of putting ebooks on Fiverr. But yeah, there are a lot of creative ways that you can um, use an assistant. They can also help you manage your social media. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. As your business continues to grow, you want to move away from being a one woman show. Because uh, whether like you're, whether it's going to grow as a freelancing business or whether you're going to start like implementing digital digital products and other types of income into it later on, like you want to you want your time to be put into like doing what you do best. Um, so like things like, uh, a bookkeeper and a lawyer are really good to start out with because like, those are things that you need to be taken care of from the beginning. But then as you grow more, like you're going to want to like hire somebody to help you with your branding. And then like, maybe you're hiring a virtual assistant to help you with all of the admin tasks and all of the extra stuff. Um, copywriters, like... Um, I've worked as a copywriter and I can tell you like if you're somebody who does big launches or if you have like really long sales pages there's just training that copywriters have that other people don't of like where should you put this headline what should you bolt so that people are actually reading your sales page and not like falling off like copywriters aren't like you know putting sales gimmicks in to like make you pay people buy you things like so it's a lot of times it's like how do you actually get people to continue reading your sales page and understand what you're selling and like, you know, all that stuff. So yeah, basically like as your business is growing, you should be putting your money into bringing people in to help it grow. Because if you continue to do things all by yourself, then it's going to, it's going to get really overwhelming really fast. And I know like, um, with me and Krista, um, As our podcast grows like I definitely think someday like we'll be hiring someone to edit our podcast up because we do so much admin work on the back end to like coordinate with guests and like I do all of the editing and like making social media images and writing all of the copy. Someday when our podcast is big and we're busy we're going to be bringing in people to do that stuff for us because that's just how you grow.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point. Um I think it's really cool to be able to invest in just someone who can like help you out and help yeah, help you out with those admin tasks like editing the podcast. Um I've outsourced video editing before. I've also outsourced SEO research um because I I know how to do it, but it takes a lot of time. So, um I'm talking to you perfectionists who are too scared to like give up this task that they're doing because you're like scared that someone's not going to do it right because I resonate with you. But sometimes it's really good to be able to like kind of just write down everything that you do into an SOP, like a standard operating procedure and trust, like trust your assistant to complete the task for you based on your amazing technical writing. You could also like create a video, um, explaining how to do something that you do, but it's really to take out, it's really for you to pass on the knowledge of what you do. Um, and take out that extra admin work. That takes a lot of time.
1: Yeah. Good business owners and good leaders are people who delegate. So you're absolutely right about that. Oh, and one last point I want to make about actually hiring people in your business. You never want to hire um, like a contractor from the perspective of like, they're going to save my business like oh i'm going to hire this social media manager and they're going to like get me a million followers and then i'm going to like make all this money like you you want to be really clear on what you need from them and like how you're going to be leveraging their skills you never want to be like bringing someone into your business like please save me like i don't i like i'm doing bad here and like this is hurting my that's like yeah you you don't it, you don't want to have the savior complex with a contractor cuz i have experienced that personally as a freelancer, where people have like hired me be- for, for the wrong reasons and then it just doesn't turn out well. Um, and that's just not what leaders do. Like they have a really clear idea of how each team member is going to fit into the big picture and um, they make those hiring decisions from an empowered place and not from like a disempowered place. That's a
0: really great point, Fran. And I think that it's also really good as a solopreneur to kind of like dip your toes into whatever you're going to outsource. So you can speak the language of, um, you can speak the language that you're delegating, you know, like, oh, well, can you put a B-roll here? And this is how I like it to um to blend in or whatever. Okay. So I obviously don't speak the language of video editors, but um, just like being able to like speak the language of like whatever you're outsourcing can also really help in the success
1: of what you're outsourcing. Yeah. Nothing. When I was a social media manager, nothing annoyed me more than like somebody coming to me and being like, oh, I hate posting on social media. I just want you to do it for me. Like no, like you, you should be paying for a social media manager because you're like ready to leverage social media and because you've done the research and done the homework on like yes, like posting on Facebook regularly is going to help me connect with my audience in this way. Um, it, it should never be like a cut and run kind of thing.
0: <laughs> Ooh, that's a great point too. I love that. And another way that we can invest or reinvest into our business is through. Networking and so there's online and offline networking. We talk about in person networking, offline networking in episode five, um, a lot more in detail. But I personally love investing in in person networking. I think there's something really invaluable about one, either going to a conference or two, going to a networking. Network.
1: Yeah, that's something that I'm trying to, I want to invest in towards the end of this year, because it's been a while since I've been to like a networking event. I think the last time was the Money Mindset Conference we went to together, but it is so amazing to just meet new people, connect with other entrepreneurs. Um, another way to do it, we talk about this in, the, um, in episode five, um, but another way to do this is to like invest in a co-working space, um, which is an investment back into your business and it allows you to meet other entrepreneurs, um, learn from other entrepreneurs, just like yeah, it's it brings so much energy into your world to like be attending events or putting yourself in situations where you can connect with other entrepreneurs. It's so, so important. We have a whole yes. episode about it.
0: <laughs> yes, and if in-person networking isn't that easily accessible to you, then you can Invest in online networking, so you can invest in a, a mastermind group or a group coaching program. Um, friend, are you in any like, are you in a mastermind coaching program?
1: I have been before, so I this wasn't even an investment I made, but it's an investment that other people made. So I won a contest a couple of years ago, and I won this like two thousand dollar um course on building a business it was very exciting uh, but part of that was that you got little mastermind groups and it was really cool because as I was getting my business off the ground I, I just moved to Bali it was a very exciting time in my life and I was regularly checking in with this mastermind and we were all growing together um, and yeah and like we were bouncing ideas off of each other I absolutely love masterminds I've been trying to like Recreate that situation ever since. I really miss having, I'm like, I mean, I talk to Krista regularly now, which is nice, but I definitely miss having a mastermind to check in with, um, because you have people who are in your corner who really want to see you succeed. And, um, you get that sounding board to like, um, bounce ideas off of like, you know, I'm thinking about this for my messaging, or I'm thinking about this service. Um, and you've got people who are going to be able to give you real feedback, um, without like I think a lot of entrepreneurs can relate to like um, people who aren't in entrepreneurship and they don't really understand what you do. Um, they can sometimes tear you down with like criticism. They can project their fear onto you. Um, and being in a situation where you can get real constructive feedback um, from people who are not gonna like, project fears onto you, who are not going to try to tear you down, um, that's super important.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point. I really like the
1: support aspect
0: of being in a mastermind group. Um, I've never been in a paid mastermind group myself, but it's definitely something that's on my radar because I value that, like, soundboard that you're talking about. I think it's super, super useful because sometimes it feels like we're, like, grasping at thin air. Um, So, yeah.
1: Yeah, because... um I think sometimes we can be so close to our business that like we can't see a lot of things that another person would see very obviously, Um, which is why working with a business coach is really great because they can be like, wait, 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 like you need to be focusing here instead of here um and like you don't see it right away but then once somebody points it out to you it's like oh my gosh um and masterminds can be a really good substitution if you can't like afford a couple thousand dollars that it takes to hire and work with a business coach um having people that are looking at you from an outside perspective um that can give you feedback like so so valuable and you can end up saving a lot of money on dumb mistakes if you're able to find a really good mastermind. Yeah, great point, because
0: um, I think of a good value in um,
1: paying for a mastermind
0: is you're surrounded by people who are also paying to be in the mastermind. So uh, depending on who's facilitating it, um, it can be like really helpful because you're surrounded by people who are serious about being there, which is something we actually also talked about in episode five where we talked about in person networking. But yeah, it can be also applied to online networking. Absolutely. So another way that you can reinvest into your freelance business is software and tech. And so as a designer, <laughs> I have invested into my business software wise um, in a lot of different ways and like I've actually like messed up nothing's perfect (laughs) but there have been some investments where I kind of look back and I'm like oh well I didn't really need that but it's been fun to to give myself room to make mistakes and so in episode 16 where we talked with Amanda um, I think I also shared that I pay myself a percentage or I used to pay myself a percentage. I pay myself pretty much a fixed rate, pretty much. Um, and then, um, I save a fixed rate for taxes. And then the rest is like for me to like spend, experiment mess up, which is really healthy for me. Um, but yeah. Okay. So we're done talking about me. So, um, (laughs) so different ways that you can invest in software and tech. Um, like, I invest in Canva, which I think is really helpful for anyone who's making their own graphics because then it relieves you of the need for Photoshop, right? Because with Canva for business or whatever their pro plan is, um, you can make like transparent images, you get access to um, like all sorts of different like icons and options, but they also have a free plan. So you don't have to invest in that if you don't have this big in your budget um other ways that you can invest G Suite for business which helps um increase your storage space for uh the cloud dropbox as well i've had to invest in um quickbooks i invest in quickbooks or um amanda recommended like a spreadsheet last week um, which we can link in the show notes and then um for social media, I've actually I've actually made a lot of investments for like social media scheduling. So a few apps that do that are Tailwind, Buffer, Later, and Planally. And so they all have their different like pricing tiers and stuff. Oh, I've also invested in SmarterQ. Um, so you can like kind of like do your research for that based on your needs, where your audience is hanging out and where you want to put your energy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you don't want to get too carried away with this <laughs> um, because, I mean, I'm just speaking from experience. I can I used to get really, really carried away with investing in softwares that I wasn't actually using, um, investing in social media softwares in particular that I wasn't really using. Um, so yeah, just make sure that they're always in line with your business and they're actually things that you use regularly. Um, big investments for my business. So I'm, I'm pretty simple. My business is pretty much centered around me getting on the phone with people. So I have the paid version of Acuity because it allows me to collect payments and sync all of my calendars into it. And it it makes scheduling so easy. I personally, I just cannot stand emailing back and forth with people and being like, does this day work for you? Does this day work? Like, I just, I can't do that. I'm like, <laughs> here's my calendar, pick a day. Um, so that's really important to me. I also have the premium version of Zoom so that um, this helps a lot with um, a lot of things that I do because I, I, you know, like I said, getting on video chats is a big part of my job. Um, with the premium version of Zoom, I'm able to go like, um, host webinars on it. I can use zoom to go live on Facebook because I have the premium version. I also can have a call with more than one person. Um, I think you can do that on the free version of zoom, but the call cannot be more than 40 minutes. So it's really annoying. Um, so yeah, I've made that investment for my own business, but it's also kind of spilled over into this project um, Heartcepted Service because we've been able to um, record podcast episodes with guests. We've been able to use Zoom to broadcast us both live on Facebook. Um, so that has been one of the best tech investments that I have made. Um, and it's really kind of opened up the possibilities of things that I can do for my business. Like I, I um, when I first invested in it, I hosted a little webinar on it, which was a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, I really love Zoom.
0: Oh, that's really cool. And I think those are good um, good things for business owners to invest in, especially coaches. And yeah, the, the paid versions of Acuity and Zoom are super fab. And another software that I use and love is Dubsado. And I know you use Dubsado as well, but it really helps me like automate my client process and um, just keep track of even invoicing and accounting and um, even this statistics. They have a scheduler feature now as well and a project management feature they're really working in. So yes, I also, yeah, DevSoto is another really great software in terms of tech, like, um, I've, um, I've gotten like a camera for, for my business. (laughs) I've gotten uh, this microphone, um, an iPad. Next year I want to get a lap, a new laptop. So yeah, different kinds of tech are really exciting for your freelance business.
1: Yeah. And even if you're not a podcaster, if you're someone who gets on calls regularly, I strongly recommend that you invest in an, in a good microphone, Um, because I've noticed, I just noticed when I transitioned my business to, um, like being more centered around phone calls with people, um, whether it be like, um, readings or coaching sessions, I found that I just use my microphone for that because like, they have a hard time hearing me through the little microphone in my headphones or like it just sounds better um and also if you like if your business grows and you get invited to be like on somebody's show or someone's podcast then you'll just be really glad that you have a nice microphone like I have this um it's called the Samsung Go mic um I think it was maybe 50 to 80 dollars it was a while ago that I bought it it was a really easy investment and it's tiny I can fit it in my laptop case um the airport security doesn't like it because they think it's a match, but, (laughs) or they think it's a lighter. Um, But it's a, it's a really great thing to have, even if you're not someone who makes um, videos or podcast episodes, like just to have a really good microphone. Like it's so big for someone who works online.
0: Oh, that's such a great point. Like even last week um, we got on the phone with someone and she like immediately commented on how clear we sounded. So I think a microphone can be a really great investment. So the last two things that we have listed as ways to reinvest in your business are one website and two design. So, um, your website, right? Um, you want to invest in a host. So we recommend Bluehost because it's like a one click WordPress install. They make it super easy. They have 24 seven customer service, which is, really freaking convenient um, I've tried to act like c- communicate with certain companies customer service at like three in the morning <laughs> and I have to wait till seven when they open which I think I was a yeah okay let's not complain about that but yeah so um, we recommend Bluehost um, and we have a special discount If you head to heartcenteredservice.co backslash bluehost, um, you can get our special discount. You can get your website all put together, a free domain, and yeah, um, it's super fab. Um, And yeah, they have a 24-7 customer service, and they make it super easy. To install WordPress. So investing in a website is really good. And we put it actually towards the bottom because it isn't, it doesn't have to be a first priority, but once you start to get established, it's your website is going to be a really great place where you can start to really market your message where people are going to type into Google and You'll have your website there and they can learn more about you and decide if you're a good fit or if they want to explore communicating with you to see if you're a good fit. So um, although a website doesn't have to be your first priority, I think it's a really good um, thing to have on your radar if you don't have one already. And then also design. And so even as a designer, I do put this towards the bottom of um, priorities when it comes to investments and reinvestments because I really want you to have your messaging straight. Like a marketer is, yeah, like a marketer is more important because a marketer is going to help you really understand your like um, your customer and who you're trying to serve and how you can position yourself towards them, and then um, when it comes to design, like designing graphics for your for your business or um, graphics for like a webinar or for your email newsletter or for slides because you're trying you're speaking in front of your ideal clients, then um, hire a designer or if you're going the DIY route then um, Creative Market is a great place for like fonts and illustrations and graphic elements. And then you can create that all on either Canva or Photoshop.
1: Yeah, and we have a whole podcast episode on the website and how you can set up a really basic, straightforward, easy website. We even have so we have a our Facebook community and we have a YouTube channel and we have a video on both of those places um, where Krista shows her website and it's it's very simply laid out. It's very straightforward. It's like, hey, I'm Krista. This is what I do. Here's how you get in touch with me. Um, and it can really be as simple as that. I think a, a, getting a website is a very low investment and a very straightforward easy decision like it's gonna benefit you like just to have something out there with information on how someone can get in touch with you that's super easy like and and you can you don't have to make it too complicated like you can set it up in like a weekend um and for me I'm not a designer at all it's not one of my strong suits so like I use the free version of Canva if I ever have to make a graphic for my website or for my social media. Um, I have never hired a graphic designer. Sometimes Krista is nice enough to just like throw something together for me because you know we're friends, <laughs> and um, yeah. But. I totally agree with what she says about getting your messaging really straight and really clear before you go um, and hire a designer or go into get, getting really deep into like design elements um, because your messaging and who you are and what you have to say is always going to be the most important thing. That being said, as your business continues to grow, um, if you're, you know, getting clients and you're making money and you have that extra money to invest, having somebody to come in and really give your um, look, the look of your business a makeover um, and making sure that the visual elements that you're putting out there really matches everything. Like that's a, that's a really great way to up level your business and really just have that professional look.
0: Yes, because like they say that you should dress for the position that you want. You can also like, it, you can also relate that to your online presence and like uh, what your website is, like how your social media looks, etc. Um, because you can have like a website that you're not proud of and be like ashamed to show it, <laughs> or you can have a website that you're proud of because. Um, someone else designed it for you, someone else who knew what they were like, what they were doing and someone who understood your, your client and what they would vibe with. And you can like be confident in that and be excited to share your website. So it's like the same thing. It's like dressing for the position you want. It's, um, having the presence and the confidence of the business that you want.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, those are, those are pretty much all of the investments that we can think of that can benefit your business. So some of
0: the first things that you can do when you're thinking about reinvesting into your business is to really ask yourself, "What's like what stage am I at? Um, because depending on what the next step you want to go to is... Um, that's going to kind of like decide how you're going to invest your money. If you're not sure about your positioning or if you're not sure about your next step, then you probably need to speak to a business coach about um, about where you are and like your current skill set and they can help give you clarity. Um, and yeah, so that's I think a really good first step is to kind of assess where you are. Another, another way to... Um, move forward is to really understand how much you have to invest or how much you have to invest per month. We talked about this in episode 16, but it's really important to, to look at your finances, even if you're scared of them. Um, Because if you're not looking at your finances and how do you know if you're profitable? How do you know if you're going to be profitable next month? How do you know if you're going to be profitable in December? It's very important to get like really up close and personal and intimate with your finances to be able to decide like, how much can I invest this month? How much can I invest next month? And I think it's also really important to emphasize that it's okay to make mistakes. Brandon and I both talked about some of the mistakes that we've made (laughs) in the past over our past few years or couple years of being freelancers Um, so it's okay like if an investment doesn't work out the way that you thought it would that's totally okay Um, and it's really important for you to work towards creating room in your budget so that you can make those mistakes Um, so increase your value increase your pricing work more if you have to build those alternative income streams which we talk about in oh wait did we talk about that in episode 15? Yeah, like, the 15. Alternative yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. I'm getting like confused, but yeah. And um, so really create that room in your budget to experiment, make mistakes, because that makes freelancing a lot more fun. It's if you have room to experiment and grow and learn, from learn from your experiments.
1: Yeah, and um, I guess a really good final words to highlight that it's okay to make mistakes Uh, I know how painful it can be to think that you've like made a mistake with your money or that you've invested your money in the wrong way. I know like that can be really painful, maybe even embarrassing. Um, But it's important to remember that like there's always going to be more money. um, And like where where is like you want to be careful with your money and you want to be making smart decisions with it. If you happen to make a mistake and you were and you were Um, genuinely thinking that something was gonna work and it didn't, or you ended up dumping a bunch of money on something that, you know, didn't end up helping you. Like, that's okay. It's, (laughs) you're you're gonna, you're gonna, you're going to make those mistakes and you're going to get past them. So don't get too down on yourself about it. Be smart, um, but you know, everyone is gonna make a mistake and that's totally fine.
0: Love it. Let's end there we'll see you next week
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah um bye everyone (laughs) aloha